Now, tomorrow in the Daily Telegraph, we will have a bombshell exclusive by Matthew Benz. This story will tell you that politically correct defence chiefs have told members of the Australian military to signal that they are an ally of the LGBTIQ community by putting a rainbow flag next to their name in the National ADF Staff Directory. And this, of course, is aimed at stamping out what the Human Rights Commission has meddled and said uh, are pockets of resistance to the military's insane diversity obsession. On the line now, is that former army officer Bernard Gaynor who's also a member of the Australian Conservatives and he has uncovered this bombshell story. Bernard, thanks for your time. G'day Miranda. Now just tell us this story. It sounds really quite peculiar. Uh, Yes, so uh, a diversity and inclusion officer in Canberra has come up with a great idea of asking defence members to register that they support the LGBTQI community uh, and uh, they need to sign a a little document that says they commit to being visibly identified as an LGBT ally on the Defence Corporate Directory, which is like the online white pages of the Defence Force, uh, and that they understand the issues facing LGBTI uh, people and that they will refer them... uh, to the appropriate place, we don't know where that is, uh, for support, Uh, although I have some ideas about that. But essentially, uh, it all sounds, on the surface of things, uh, like it is just another one of these equity and diversity policies. But what it will do is it will clearly identify for everyone in the Defence Force uh, who has signed up uh, for the rainbow badge of approval and who has not. And this has serious implications for uh, your career, or promotion prospects in the Defence Force, because every Defence member uh, receives an annual report, and as part of that annual report, uh, they are graded on their uh, commitment to cultural change and equity and diversity. So uh, people who sign up are likely to uh, have that noted, uh, and they will be favourably looked upon. People who don't will have a question mark over them. So, in effect, what it's doing is it is broadcasting to everybody who is going to embrace diversity, LGBTIQ issues, as I don't know what an LGBTI ally is meant to be, but really what it's doing is it's kind of putting a black mark against the people who don't sign up. It's almost like a reverse yellow star, so that then those people who haven't signed up to be uh, LGBTIQ allies are assumed to be enemies. Uh, That's exactly right. That, That will be the assumption Uh, And as the Human Rights Commissioner pointed out last year, uh, Defence and Human Rights Commission have noted there are pockets of resistance uh, within the Defence Force uh, to these LGBTI uh, genders. Uh, And now we're moving... And gender agenda as well? (laughs) Agendas and genders, yes. Uh, I think we're moving from an acceptance phase to an enforcement phase uh, in organisations like the Defence Force, where unless you are visibly seen to embrace uh, homosexuality and and the different political goals that uh, activists are pushing, uh, you will have a serious question mark over your career. And uh, certainly, I think, unless people sign up, they will not be promoted to the higher ranks within the Defence Force. Well, that's really quite sinister because, um, you know, it it ought to be the fact that that people, LGBTIQ people, 
you know, have equal opportunities as anyone else and that they are not bullied, etc. But there's no suggestion that that's going on in defence. And this, in fact, is reverse bullying. It's bullying somebody who doesn't uh, necessarily agree or want to sign up with an agenda, but isn't at all homophobic, just wants everyone to live and let live and not particularly interested in who people sleep with. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, I think... Uh, as I said, we're moving to this enforcement phase. So uh, unless unless you sign up, there's going to be serious problems for your career. Uh, and as you said, it's, it's reverse bullying. Uh, I think that's a very good way of putting it. Well, I mean, I think you've talked about a rainbow jihad inside defence. Um, you know, it's not about acceptance. As you say, it's about pressuring uh, all defence members to actually go a, a, a lot further and actually embrace different lifestyles when, you know, why is it that one lifestyle is supposedly better or, or promoted over any other? Uh, yeah, yeah, Miranda, and I think the, the, the key point here is that we keep hearing this talk about diversity increases capability and diversity is all part of a program to ensure that there is talents and the talent rises to the top. But these type of programs actually destroy talents uh, because they, they mean that people end up being promoted and placed into positions of command because of their uh, political belief or, or willingness to go along with an agenda rather than because they are good at their job. Uh, and at the end of the day, the Defence Force needs people in positions of command who are good at their job rather than politicians within the military. And uh, I think the other disturbing aspect of this is something that you've pointed out, which is that the Human Rights Commissioner seems to be having, you know, he's fired a salvo at Defence Chiefs saying, you know, that they need to do more to embrace diversity. I mean, we've seen Lieutenant General Campbell has already uh, been bending over backwards and changing the rules to get more women in. Um, and, and we've also seen an issue in the past where you have advisors to the military saying that the worst thing about it is having a, we don't want any more, you know, white Anglo Anzac men, which is, you know, we, we celebrate World War One and Two. Who was it who did all the heavy fighting there? Um, so, but, but the Human Rights Commission, should it be having this kind of influence? Uh, well, I would argue that we should get rid of the Human Rights Commission altogether. True. Uh, and it certainly I think that's your, this- your party, the Australian Conservatives, it's one of their manifestos, isn't it? Uh, look, I think it would be very high on the agenda. But uh, the Human Rights Commission uh, essentially are a bunch of politically correct do-gooders who are running a politically correct, uh, taxpayer-funded political enforcement bureaucracy in Australia. Uh, they have got no idea what it takes to run a defence force. They have no idea what it's like to carry a pack uh, or to, to deploy overseas. Uh, and it's simply a joke that they're involved in this uh, program or other programs uh, you know, they've come up with these ideas that we should, uh, as was reported last year in the Telegraph, uh, recruiters have been told not to accept ap- applications from from males for the next 12 months in a number of combat roles. Uh, we've seen uh, defence funding sex change operations. We've got defence now uh, having genderless cadets where you can't even refer to them by a male or female pronoun. Uh, th- these type of ideas are, are insanity and 
Uh, they do not help defence capability one iota. Well, I don't see how that helps, uh, you know, the warfighting ability of our military. Look, thanks very much, Bernard Gaynor, for joining us. That's a former Army officer, Bernard Gaynor, revealing an explosive story that you'll read in tomorrow's Daily Telegraph, written by Matthew Benz, and he's revealed that here on Miranda Live. You can listen back to the podcast after the show on our website, dailytelegraph.com.au, or wherever you get your podcasts. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.